Hey, teacher mama. Roberta and I wanted to kind of give you guys an update because you may have noticed that we changed our podcast art and I, I know I'm in love with it now. I was not a huge fan of the last one that we had up and I'm the one who created it. (laughs) (laughs) So you may have also noticed that we changed our little statement down at the bottom of the picture and it is now including Christian women. And we just kind of wanted to give you a quick little rundown on why we felt the need to include this in our title, because it was a very thought out and prayed out process between the two of us. And we felt for a really long time, like we were good, just kind of including some episodes here and there on the Bible and um, verses and, and things like that. But then I kept feeling this calling, like, Um, I really need to be speaking to Christian women and I've been feeling it for a while. And I brought it up to Roberta the other day and I was like, I don't know why I haven't like talked to you about this, but it just like this feeling just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And so then she prayed about it and journaled about it. And um, so we just wanted to, you know, we wanted to include it in the art because we felt like it was kind of this God given calling and, There's not a whole lot of podcasts out there specifically for Christian teacher moms. And so that's why we really felt like it was important that we did this. And um, we just want to let you all know, if you are not in the Christian teacher mom category, I hope you don't feel like we are trying to exclude you because we don't want you to feel that way. Everybody is welcome here. Uh, We just really felt like this calling to talk to the Christian mom who maybe isn't finding us right now because it's not on our art. So if that Mm -hmm. is not you, I really hope that you still continue to hang around and get nuggets here and there from the podcast and maybe even learn a little bit about um, Bible verses and like what God has to say if you're interested. Um, And yeah, and I just really feel like I have grown a lot in the last two years in my faith. And so I really, I kind of felt like I was behind this like you know, glass door with you guys and like not really fully sharing that all. And so that's really like my story. And so I don't, Roberta, if you have anything to add at all. Yeah, that was really beautiful. I'm glad you shared it, our our thought process the way you did, because I think it highlights exactly just perfectly what we've, what we've had conversations around. And, and I think, um, really the the thing I wanted to add is one of the deciding factors for me, because I kept going back and forth and I'm a very analytical person and, you know, pros and cons and all that stuff. And um, I was thinking, you know, if I was the listener, in fact, when I am the listener and I'm going and I'm searching for podcasts because I am myself looking through the lens as, as a Christian woman, Christian mom, I am looking for content that has that, um, on the podcast art myself. That's become something that's really important for me when I'm searching for content is is to see um, if they are speaking through the lens of faith or not. And that's become something really valuable to myself and I hope that it it's valuable to you as well. Yeah, beautiful. And we just yeah. wanted to give you guys this quick little update. So thanks for hanging in there. what's for dinner mom are you guys sick of hearing this every night i know i am (laughs) 
And I've been sick of it in the past. So that's why we created a super cool system for you guys. And we're going to we're going to do this today. We're going to brainstorm some stuff today so that you don't have to hear that every time you get home from school. Are you exhausted when you get home and dread that never ending to do list along with trying to think of and cook up a meal that is semi-decent for the family, like not just chicken nuggets and corn dogs and pizza every night. So today we're going to be taking a look at that freezer list that you made last week, along with a couple of other things and brainstorming some meals so that you can be on your way to a weekly and then eventually monthly plan that is uh, made and you don't have to think about it anymore. And those are going to be future episodes. And I highly suggest if you guys have not listened to that freezer episode yet, you go back and do that first. Do you wish you could stop using up all your patience and energy in the classroom so that you have some left for your own kids when you get home? Are you sick of coming home to a constant mess and never ending to-do list? that it feels like you're working a second job? Are you ready to turn off your teacher brain at the end of the day so you can transition into mom mode? Welcome to the Teacher Mamas Podcast, where you're gonna learn time and stress management strategies and routines so you have the energy to pour back into your family and the things that matter most to you. Hi, I'm Roberta. And I'm Ashley. We are both wives and teacher mamas with a combined 28 years in education. We've both been that exhausted, overstimulated, and stressed out teacher mom, and we both brought way too much work home, struggled with keeping up on house chores, and did zero things we enjoyed outside of school. We realized that if we were going to live more energetic and balanced lives, we needed to learn different routines and time and stress management strategies. So we created a plan that made teaching, momming, and wiping easier and fun again. If you're ready to find time for yourself, your family, faith, and home, go grab your favorite drink a notebook and pen, because we are about to dive in. All right, you guys, real quick before we get into the episode, Ashley and I want to make sure that you know about our coaching program. It is one-on-one coaching with one of us, and this is is what it is, right? So you'll get, um, it's called After School Routines Coaching, and we are going to help you come up with a very individualized routine um, for after school for yourself and for your home so that you can show up as that mom and wife and just human being that you were made to be. And it's just a short 25 minute call, that first call. And we're there to help keep that momentum going. Um, So we'll chat with you a week later. And that um, those two calls will really help with either maybe you need help transitioning from school mode to mom mode. Maybe you need help finding time for me time. And bottom line is we all know that after the school day, we just want to be more present with our family. And so that's what this coaching is. Ultimately, that's the end goal, right? The end goal is to have a routine in place or to have that me time in place so that we can be more present um, at the end of the day with our families. So you're also going to get the accountability you need as we follow up with you and help you work through anything that might still not be working. Because the bottom line is, 
um, we come up with a plan and, it, and it's not guaranteed that it's going to work the first time. We're going to work it out. We're going to try it and figure out, oh, what are the obstacles that came up? Um, and we're there to help you work through those. So if you're ready to get a jump start on your after school routine so you can start living a life outside of teaching, go hit that sign up now button and schedule a time with either myself or with Ashley to get started. You can go to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines. And that link is also found in the show notes. If you're driving or something right now and can't do that, just go back to the show notes and um, click the link down in the show notes. All right, let's get back to the show. We've all been there, right? We dread that what's for dinner mom question pretty much every single night of the week. And how would you feel if you didn't dread it anymore because you had a plan for the week? And not only a plan, but eventually you had it posted somewhere where everyone could look and see it for themselves and not even have to bother you with that question. I mean, let's be honest, they're probably still going to bother you, but you can point them to the fridge or wherever you have it posted. So today we're going to brainstorm some ideas that you'll be able to put on that plan. We're not actually like making an actual meal plan yet. We're just brainstorming today. So super small step here. Okay. We're not, we're not going crazy. We're just going to give you some uh, easy ways to brainstorm. And it's, this is, I think going to be a quick episode. I know we say that and then it ends up being longer, but I think it's going to be quick today. (laughs) So (laughs) let's uh, before we get started, a couple things to just like keep in mind because, and these are things that are like top of mind for Roberta and I, Um, Roberta has a lot of allergies in her family. So keep that in mind as you're planning, as you're like brainstorming meal ideas today, are there any ingredients that you or your family need to stay away from in your meals? Also picky eaters. And I'm not just talking about the kids here. How about our husbands as well? (laughs) Um, How many of you have picky eaters at home? My guess is probably all of you. And maybe it's you. Um, even if it's not the whole family, like I have one kid who will pretty much eat anything. He's kind of a goat. And then I had like, literally he would probably pick something off the ground and eat it. And yeah, he's, he's almost seven. (laughs) Um, But then I have another one who basically complains about anything that I put in front of her. So, um, we're not going to get into the picky eater stuff today because we have a, really great episode on this already. So if you have picky eaters and you want to go listen to that episode, it's number 126. And this is going to help you with um, either of those two things, actually, because I think we talk about allergies in that episode as well. So go go check that one out. It's a really good one. It's uh, an interview with a fellow podcaster friend, and she has some great tips in there. And Roberta and I chime in with some things that we have done with our picky eaters as well. So, all right. Uh, First thing that we're going to do is if you are in a spot where you could pause this episode right now and set a timer for five minutes, uh, I would love if you could do that because it is going to give you the accountability that you need right now in the episode to do this. If not, then wait, um, plan this out into your like next morning or something like that. 
and just set a timer for five minutes. And I want you to write down all the meals that your family loves. Like, don't look anything up. Just like get quiet and think in the past, what meals have I made that we've all loved? And don't worry right now if they're healthy or they're not healthy. We're not focusing on that. Eventually, we would want you to get there. But right now, we just want to start with what we know so that we can get this process going. All right. The next thing that you're going to do is look through that freezer list that we made last week. So like I said, if you have not done or listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to 152 right? 152. Yes. And then we also had another one on, uh, on number 153. So both of those are on, um, it's like there's a mindset one and then there's a, the freezer list one that I'm talking about right now. Uh, cause this is going to, this is a whole series you guys. So we should really start back at 152 if you haven't done that yet. And we made a freezer list with you. And I want you to go through that list and then any other list. If you signed up for our five day, five day meal planning email series, we go through like the pantry, uh, cleaning out the fridge, all that stuff. And we, we have that list there so that we know what is in our cupboards, in our fridge, in our freezer. So that when we're meal planning, we know, okay, this stuff has been in there for a while. So this is stuff that I should use up because this is, this is going to save you money. So um, we'll put that link below if you want to go sign up for that meal planning email series. And um, also, again, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go do that as well. Um, all right. What do you need to use up that has been in there for a while? So look at that list. Uh, Is it burger? Is it chicken? Is it pork? Maybe there's some bags of veggies that are in there. Maybe you're a canner or a freezer and you're like, oh my gosh, I did all this stuff this summer and I totally forgot that it's in my freezer. So take two minutes right now and write down any other recipes that include those ingredients that you can think of. Uh, And if you can't think of anything, don't worry about it. You could right now go to the Googles and search up easy blank recipes, like whatever it is, easy recipes with burger, easy recipes with this kind of vegetable, easy recipes with chicken or pork. You could also do Pinterest. Um, Roberta talked last week about how she made a Pinterest board for her son, because we were talking about delegating um, anything that you can so that it doesn't all land on you. And one thing that she has her kids do is uh, find some recipes that they might want to eat. And this will help with picky eaters too, a little picky eater tip. Um, But Pinterest is really great for that. And, uh, you know, you can just have a board for recipes and just start pinning away. And if you don't like that part, like I said, have your kids do it, make them their own like little boards and they can go through and find recipes that they like. Um, So Google is really good. Uh, Pinterest is really good. And then another one that Roberta has talked about before 
I think we talk about this in our email series. It's either that or our class that we do. I can't remember, but there's a website. And Roberta, have you used this lately? The www.yumly.com? Um, I haven't recently because mostly because I've already got like a whole bunch of recipes um, that we like uh, filter is not the right word that we like just cycle staple, through. Yeah, yeah, we have because we've, you know, I've used you know, like Yumly and and Pinterest for so long. Yeah, for so long that like we've got hundreds of recipes saved mm-hmm. and we'll talk about how we save those later. But um, that was definitely helpful back when I was. But it's also helpful for like if you what I OK, here's why I like Yumly. Let me just. Yes, okay. here's why I like Yumly. When after you go through your pantry or your freezer and you you know you have ingredients that you need to use, Yumly is set up where you can go in and you can type in all of the ingredients that you have. And then the recipes that pop up are recipes that only have those ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that's just a nice way to be like, okay, well, I know I have some, I don't know, Maybe you have broccoli in the fridge and it's like that broccoli needs to get eaten up today. Otherwise it's going to go bad. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So then I'm going to look up recipes that have broccoli and chicken or broccoli and fish or like whatever the case may be. And um, like, there's times where it's like, okay, I have a whole bunch of heavy cream. What's something healthy I could make <laughs> healthy, <with> heavy <laughs> cream, but you know, like healthier, like not a dessert, <laughs> like an actual, like maybe a soup or something. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway oh, I love that yeah 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 so um again we're just brainstorming today you guys so these are all great things that you can do and then another of course another thing is how many of us have those old cookbooks in the cupboard that we they've been there for forever I know I've got like an entire top shelf of cookbooks that I hardly use anymore because like Roberta said we've been doing this for so long that we really don't even need to look up recipes anymore because we have so many like in our toolbox that it's like, why even bother? Because I could have enough recipes to last me three months and then rotate through them again, you know? And some of you are probably starting from square zero right now. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, and this is why this is so important because we want to just like build that toolbox up for you guys so it's not overwhelming because this is why you're not meal planning each week because looking at an entire week's worth of recipes and like trying to figure out what to cook for a week is overwhelming for you and so this is like step number well basically number 2 because step number 1 was like going through your freezers and your pantries and everything But this is step number two, before we even get to the meal planning process. And I know like in the past, I have gotten overwhelmed because I think I'm like such a future thinker. I, I have a hard time and I've gotten a lot better about it, but I used to have a really hard time. And this goes with my planning for classes as well. I would be okay, like planning one day at a time. And then I start going into like catastrophic mode, like, oh my gosh, but I don't have the rest of the week planned. And then, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do the following week? Instead of just like staying present where you are and like, hey, I got a meal done today. Great. 
And then, okay, maybe I can plan out a couple of days at a time. Awesome. Uh, but if you are like me where it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get that one meal done. And then you start like catastrophizing, like, oh my gosh, but I don't have the whole rest of the month done. Don't worry about it right now. Seriously. We are just brainstorming. And if you get to a night of the week where you don't have a meal planned, and this is like, you are seriously starting from like step zero, it's okay. Don't feel like you failed. And you know, you're just, you're learning how to do this and you're going to have those nights. You're going to have nights where maybe your kids eat cereal one night because you maybe had a plan, but you had to go run somewhere because an emergency came up or you, you had forget to, to pull the meat out of the freezer. Yeah, and so it's not that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a, so, a tip that has really helped our family in those situations where it's yeah. like, okay, for whatever reason, this isn't helping. Like we can't, like I have the meal plan, but it's like, this just isn't going to work for tonight for any of the reasons mm -hmm. we just talked about and more. Or it's like, I'm just really not feeling that meal tonight. I really, really don't want it. Well, you don't have to stay stuck in that rut. But this list that Ashley talked about here, where you brainstorm for five minutes, all of the foods and meals that you love as a family Take that list and post it somewhere. I guarantee some of the things on there are easy. Like one of our go-tos when we're running out of time or um, something just didn't pan out the way it normally does. We have our, our favorite soup in the cupboard in the pantry. It's this like roasted red pepper tomato soup. And we pretty much always have bread and cheese on hand. So that's the night where it's like, okay, we're going to make grilled sandwiches with meat and cheese mm -hmm. and we're going to have that soup and it's something we all love and it takes what 10 minutes maybe to right. make it so like that's one of the things where it's like okay we're running out of time something's not working the way we wanted to okay well how about let's do this we have the ingredients on hand because we know it's something we love it's mm -hmm. not something we do all the time but it's there for an emergency mm -hmm. or it's there like I yeah I could keep going, but just have or those like couple spaghetti. things where it's like you always you right. have it in the cupboard ready to go. Yeah, spaghetti, things like that. Mm -hmm. Super easy things that are quick to throw together, but you have on hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Super helpful. So, all right. Really quick recap here. Um, keep in mind your allergies, your picky eaters, uh, and then... Make sure you're brainstorming those meals that your family loves. Put them somewhere, like Roberta just said, so that you don't forget about them. And then um, just like I, go set like another 10-minute timer so that you're not overwhelmed when you go to Google or Pinterest or the Yumly site that we talked about. And write down some or even create like a document since you're going to be probably online. I would actually just create a document if you're not using Pinterest and like put all those links in a document. If you're mm -hmm. using Pinterest, it's really easy. Just create a board, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and if then... you sign up, if you signed up for that email series that we talked about, we have that is like the day five. That is the very last bonus that you get from us. I created a Google spreadsheet that has a whole bunch of meals there already for you that is, are some staples in my in my household that we use and that it, mm -hmm. it's there for you. You put how many servings, um, like how many people can you feed with this meal? Is it four? Is it eight? So, you know, are you going to have leftovers? Um, 
could you make a freezer meal out of it? There's like a little checkbox. And then there's a spot for you to put the name of the meal and then a, a spot to put the hyperlink for where you access it on online. And so if you sign up for that email series, um, that's that's given to you for free and you've already got that you know, there. It's already set up. All you have to do is then add your own uh, to the list. So that's yeah. pretty convenient. Yeah. And I will say, um, like our kids have different taste buds than each other. And I, and my husband as well, um, like our family from Roberta's family. And I use that, that list all the time. And there's lots of easy crock pot meals and stuff in there. And my family loves everything that I've made in there. So mm -hmm. even if you have like differing, you know, taste buds or whatever in your family, like that list in itself is just worth signing up for the, uh, the email series. So go do that if you haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, hopefully you get a good start to your recipe list so that you can keep adding to this as we go through the series. And again, a great place to keep this is tape it inside the cupboard where you have that freezer list as well. Um, or maybe you want to start a three ring binder if you're going to start printing out recipes. That might be the easiest way for you to start keeping track of them. You have to figure out what works for you. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your recipes. Um, I am not the most organized with mine. I'm working on it. <laughs> so if you can get organized, like from the beginning, it is so much easier. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. And then just a reminder, you guys, we are talking about meal planning and all that kind of stuff inside our Facebook group. So come join us there. The link is bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. Uh, so that's bit.ly forward slash uh, time and stress management. I feel like I don't need to spell that part out. That's pretty, hmm. pretty easy yeah. there. And then our uh, go listen to that 126 episode for picky eaters and then uh, sign up for our five day meal planning class with this link. And it's also going to be in the show notes. That one is bit.ly forward slash systemize your meal planning. So bit.ly forward slash systemize your meal planning. All right, friends, until next week, God bless and have an amazing day. Hey, teacher mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye.